0: Holy Hamlet, Flight Checkers, it is Season 1, Episode 26 of Flight Check. I am so happy to be back here with you all once again. I am Sandy Toes, one of your hosts of the show. To my left and to my extra left are my resident co-hosts, Noxwar and Curly Double Q. Fellas, how are we feeling tonight? It is a sad one. Uh, but we can make it a good
1: one. We can be happy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, we can be happy. Um, I was not prepared for Holy Hamlet. Uh, that was a good one. Oh, uh,
2: it was like of all
1: the ones could have <laughs> Holy Hamlet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. Sad nature uh, of an episode, you know. It's not ever ideal, uh, September 20th, to be doing an immemorium for the entire season of an esports organization. Uh, Especially when no seasons have fully wrapped up yet, Um, or at least in terms of international competition. So Mm -hmm. that is what we call the biggest of rippets. But otherwise, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. I'm enjoying myself. As I told you guys before stream, uh, I got a mattress in today, which is memory foam. Uh, very what, very comfortable. What's the what's the brand? Not sponsored.
0: Not sponsored. Not
1: sponsored. Uh, I don't know. I just here? picked. An, I picked an affordable one off of Wayfair, oh, uh, nice. and they said it would be here Monday, and now it's Monday, and it's here. And okay. I unrolled it, and it's comfy. Very nice.
0: <laughs> are you gonna get? <laughs> You're gonna a, like...
1: Are you gonna get a bed frame
0: or just do the classic? <laughs> the bed frame is coming. Okay. Okay. Good.
1: <laughs> the, the bed frame, Actually, no. The bed frame. I'm super excited for the bed frame because. Um, it's coming on Friday, according to Amazon, but it's the same company that I got my desk from, and they said it would be okay. a week, but I got it within two days. So okay, it might even yeah. come Wednesday. Um, but most importantly, is like it really finally brings my room together. Because when I was moving into this apartment, I was like, I want this room to be fully aestheticized. Uh, like it's going to just be my room. It's going to be Curly's room, right? And so yeah, we will be getting a bed frame. We are not just doing the classic college that on the floor thing. <laughs>
0: nice yeah there's a uh, there's a big lebowski reference in there somewhere the but in your case it's the mattress really ties the room together so uh, instead of a rug <laughs>
1: uh, i do have a rug that ties well, the room together the rug
0: also ties the room together it all does Knox, uh how about you how was your week uh i know you said before the show you were a little busy this week what were you up to i
2: uh, just n- nothing in particular just yeah. lots of just life stuff you know uh uh, I would say the biggest thing that I honestly did this weekend was I finally watched The Fast and the Furious for the first time ever.
0: Oh, the very first movie?
2: The very I haven't seen a single one of those movies, in which case I finally watched it for the first time last night. Oh. I have to say, i
0: enjoyed it. I, I, I've been missing out. You know, what's really interesting is that I also have barely seen any of them. I've seen the first two, and that's it. Uh, and I really enjoy them. I think they're actually pretty good movies. But from what I can tell they are so different from what the franchise is now uh oh yeah like the first movie it's just like a drag race all the time like that's all they're doing is drag racing uh down the street but
1: you in, know not in space or anything yeah they're not in space yeah. they're not a uh,
0: they're not pulling bank faults through you know city streets or uh, uh that was fast 5 right I believe that was fast. It's spoilers,
2: spoilers, spawn. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah,
2: no, I, I really don't. I think, honestly, my plan is I'll probably watch through the third one because uh, everyone tells me the third one's the best because I think that's Tokyo Drift, right?
0: Yeah. That's, yes. That's the next one on my list that I have to get to. So.
1: I want to say I've just... only seen Two Fast, Two Furious and Fast Five. Those are the only ones.
2: Yeah, see, all I ever hear is Tokyo Drift is the best one. But what sucks is pretty much all of them are available on various streaming platforms and whatnot, except for the third one. You have <laughs> to pay for that third one.
1: Really?
0: Really? That's I man. Okay, that's too
1: bad. Yeah, like
2: because I I, uh, mean... I, I I like basically mooch off my parents and friends <laughs> all the different services, right? And so it's like I pretty much have everything outside of like Peacock, in which nice. case I don't think you can even get it on Peacock. And so, like, you have to get it off of like Apple TV, or you have to like rent it or buy yeah. it
0: from somewhere. I will say, technically, no matter where you're streaming it, you are paying for it technically, even if it's true. Like, true,
2: this is a fact. Even, I still want to have to pay more money. That's right, right, right. Yeah, it's not like it's not like <laughs> I'm
0: just getting free Netflix over here. You know, I'm. I, uh, but you are correct. I don't have to pay an additional three or four dollars to watch uh, a movie.
1: Sandy watch out like all the millionaires might be like this guy's not paying us money for (laughs) things
0: this guy's not putting more cash in my wallet (laughs) nice (laughs) you're not keep finding family with
2: services
1: you know no I actually I relate to that because since I'm 21 um, the big thing for a lot of college age people is getting that good old Spotify Hulu bundle so I don't have Hulu and everyone's like just or Spotify premium and they're like just get it like you should get it i was like why would i get that when my family gives me apple music for free and netflix for free and disney plus for free (laughs) like all that you know very fair so i get that get the get the family with the services just like as long as they're giving them to you don't worry about anything else the trick
0: is to find yourself a significant other who has all these streaming services that you don't have and Mm. then you combine your powers and all of a sudden you have all the streaming services together uh, and you just, you know, you share each other's accounts. That's the real trick. So honestly, can can't confirm
1: personal experience <laughs>
0: can't confirm it right now. It's uh, how
1: you yes. you No, know, that's fair. I'll uh, Whenever I get around to that first part, I'll let you know. Front <laughs> yeah, right. there's a there's you a know?
0: significant step before you get to the. Hey, can I have your HBO Max
1: password? Uh, I mean, look, I'm not gonna say anything, but like, it might be sooner than expected. But well,
2: Whoa, okay, <laughs> but that's all right. very interesting, interesting,
0: interesting. <laughs> well, uh, maybe if we have a Flight Check uh, Love Edition, we will uh, <laughs> we'll <laughs> be able Check to. Love <laughs> we might be able to get oh. to uh, to that, but this is a show about FlyQuest, the organization. We are fans first and foremost, not experts, uh, but we do have opinions, and those opinions we believe are valuable, and that is why folks tune in to hear us talk about our opinions on the org and how it's been doing. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Flightcheck Crew. Uh, It's probably going to be a little dormant for a while, but we'll still be doing shows and uh, making content and talking about all things FlyQuest, especially if any news starts popping up in the next few uh, weeks and months. Uh, You can follow all of us below on our Twitter handles that you see there. Uh, The show is on all your favorite streaming platforms as well, and the VOD of this show will be up on YouTube later, just in case... Uh, you have to check out uh, halfway through or something like that. Well, let's get to the first part of the show. Uh, Let's just talk about the end of everything. Uh, Proving Grounds, FlyQuest Academy uh, crashes out, if I uh, may use that phrase. Crashing out of Proving Grounds, finishing... Tied for ninth in that like nine to twelve spot, so Knox not the best showing. Certainly far away from what we were hoping for, uh, and some of our predictions even. Uh, Except for you, you did call this exact (laughs) scoreline. Exact (laughs) scoreline in exact fashion that I thought it would happen. Yes. So first question for you. Uh, what, uh, what demigod are you sourcing your prophetic powers from, and how do I get in contact with them? Uh, second question for you is, uh, where did it all go wrong? Uh, how, how did we get here?
2: Well, one, Hades, because Mm. he likes to torture me, because when I want to be right, I'm wrong. And when I'm right, I don't want to be. So, clearly, the, the, the demigod or god of, uh, uh, the Underworld, per se, is basically uh, where I'm getting my prophetic visions from. Because I get them <laughs> wrong when I don't want them to, and I get them right when so I don't Hypnos, want
1: them to. So Hypnos is telling you the results, huh? <laughs> You're down in Tartarus? Sorry, I know an obscure amount of uh, Hades in Greek mythology right now because of Hades, ah. the roguelike video game yes. that my friend has on Switch. I like You just pick up on stuff when you play it for a while. I want
2: want to get that game, but that's a side note. That is a side
1: note. So so you're getting your information from Tartaros is what we're hearing.
2: Pretty much, yes. And so uh, finally, the visions came to me the week before, and I I woke up in a cold sweat, and it was like, there it was, (laughs) FlyQuest 1-2 against Golden Guardians. I was like, oh, no. And I I willed it. I was like, anything but this, please. What what do I have to sacrifice? Do I have to sacrifice my my ability to play TFT? No, already given that way long ago. I had nothing left to give. I had nothing. I couldn't save the team. It was done. It was gone. FlyQuest is out. I'm sorry. It's on me, guys. I couldn't do anything to change the fate.
0: Ugh. It's it's truly disappointing. Uh, you know, next year, we are going to need you to start sacrificing to a different deity. <laughs> uh, just because, you know, we're going to really need those prophetic powers to work for the good of FlyQuest.
1: If you're going to stay in the Greek pantheon, I think you should go for, like, Artemis. I feel like she's the most (laughs) ecologically friendly of the (laughs) gods and goddesses out there. So, like, Artemis 2022. 2022. Fly Artemis 2022. Let's go. Artemis quest. uh, Pantheon quest.
2: Uh, oh, true. Actually, I should just be praying to Tim Kench. I'm Road's completely. Oh clear. yeah, uh, oh, I have not been playing our, our Lord and Savior oh, Tim yeah. Kench. Uh, yeah, no Road, Road. Uh, oh man, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Road, You know what? I oh, realize my
2: mistake now. I yeah. re- I realize where I've gone wrong. I have
0: I have sinned. We should have been praying to Tim Kench all along, all season long. Uh, let's so talk about. The let's talk about the series just a little bit. Um. You know, just to get some final final words on it, and maybe just the tournament as a whole then. Uh, So, comps that we uh, went with uh, in this series. So, basically, uh, putting Philip on three different champs. uh, The Camille, the Jace, and the Wukong. Uh, We got to see Dreams on the Rakan, mostly, and then a little bit of the Thresh. Uh, We got some... All over the place for Johnson, we got the Varus, the Vayne, uh, the Aphelios, Triple kind of on those uh, Controlly mages, and then like a LeBlanc, and then finally NXI on the uh, Viego, the Graves, and the Nidalee. So, I mean, what I'm taking away uh, from in this... I'm just looking at all these comps. We played a lot of different champions just in this series alone. Like, that Mm -hmm. is uh, like 10 to 15 different unique champions, uh, within a three game set. Um, but all kind of focusing on similar ideas, I think, uh, Curly, I mean, just looking at these, at these comps, um, you know, to me, it looks like it, a lot of it is setting up, uh, Johnson for success, uh, but also giving us some late game utility with, uh, the Rise in the Azir. Um, but I'm more curious as to how you feel about these top lane picks, like the Camille, the Jason, the Wukong, um, into respectively
1: Pantheon, Gangplank, and Camille. So, actually, yeah, when you were um, starting to present to me, one thing I was going to say is uh, I actually think we were trying to set up Philip for a little bit more success because all of these um, picks are what I kind of see as classic lane bullies mm. where they can have some very powerful early games and then just scale up accordingly. Um, and then especially like once you get to late games, if they're fed well enough, they're just really unstoppable forces. Um, and so that's kind of what I saw there. I think we were really trying to enable Philip to not be as much of a weak tanky, uh, player and more of an aggressive playmaker, but I do also see where we're setting up Johnson, too, by giving him the Varus, the Vein, and the aphilios all very big, bursty, lethality-based champions. They're basically, you want a health bar? No. You don't <laughs> get that health bar, you know? Yeah. And so I think those were the two prongs we were trying to play through. Um, or at the very least, definitely playing through Johnson, because the previous week he did... Well, correction, not Dignitas... With Zeus, mm. he did really, really, really well. And I think we were trying to bring that back um, and focus on him. Um, and I can see why we would do that. But at the same time, admittedly, because what I saw in the series as a whole was even with triples, um, more control mage champions, I saw him in NXI, you know, the classic mid jungle duo. Trying their best to lift up the team And so I think we should have tried to enable Triple a little more than say Johnson Because if you look at uh, Golden Guardians You got TF Irelia and Syndra Those hurt Those are all painful to play against man Especially if they have a good Like early game So I think I can see where our game plan was It just might have been for the wrong team
0: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Knox, anything to add on to that? Uh, I mean, you were the one who called how this was, that this was how it was going to go. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, I ju- I literally, I Cur- Curly did a good job summarizing it uh, basically. And we've been saying it the whole tournament too, right? They, they targeted Phillip surprise to no one. Um, I think I was a little upset they let Twisted Fate through on the first game. I think I could have told you to ban that out. In which case, the next game, they did, and the game after they did. So, we learned after our first game, which is a a good sign. yeah, Or was a good sign, rather. Um, And then, basically, from then on out, I think the second game, Golden Guardians got a little happy with their draft. Just a tad bit. On top of the fact that I think they just made some mistakes in game, and that was kind of how we got Mm -hmm. that second game. And then, Mm -hmm. third game, uh, it was just Golden Guardians was just like, okay, never mind. We're putting we're putting Yun B back on the control mage. Aha, that was a fun game too, guys. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it, but it, it's over.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, um yeah. you had a nice run. Yeah, yeah, and even game two, they put Niles back on the gangplank, which the series previous like he popped off on the gangplank. So I remember the casters specifically were like, "Oh my god, you're letting the gangplank through," and I, for the most part, was like, "I mean." Don't get me wrong, and I mean, I, this is gonna sound like hindsight bias. I promise it's not. But I was like, at the time, I was like, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not a fan of letting the gangplank through, but like, there's other worse things you can let through. And it, it, he really didn't do all that much that game. He went two seven and three. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think we just really didn't support Philip enough, and I think we really should have put Philip on something more uh, weak side focused instead of stuff like Wukong or. Uh, Jace, or what was the other one? The Camille. Just, mm-hmm. they, Camille I, I think yeah. he needed stuff that was just generally more tanky, stuff that's meant to support the team. Uh, I'm a big advocate for basically you learn how to play weak side first and then you can learn to be aggressive and your team can adapt around that, right? Just do three
1: I, Orn I, picks, bro.
2: <laughs> it doesn't have to be or- Orn. I'm fine with Orn. It doesn't have to be Orn. I just, uh, something that is more sustainable and more mm-hmm. can play around weak side, whereas you got Wukong, Jace, and uh, Camille. You, you need resources. You need to be able to get fed. And in which case, if you're... is obviously the targeted player from the op- enemy team, right? Like, you're not going to get those resources, or you better be damn good to overcome what the enemy team is throwing at you. In which case, I think it's fair to say Phillip's not at that level yet. And that's fine. That's, that's the expectation. But I was really hoping that maybe... Uh, the team would decide to maybe put them on weak-side champions and let them just kind of survive, mm-hmm. and the team could do stuff elsewhere on the map. Does that make us a little one-dimensional? Yeah. Does it probably give us a better success rate? Also, probably, yeah. So that's kind of my end thoughts on the whole series, really.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Um, so let's take it kind of to the bigger picture of the tournament as a whole. Uh, as I recall, <laughs> before everything started... We were looking at a top four uh, as an expected finish. And if anyone has any thoughts about this, feel free to throw them in the chat and we'll take a look. Um, But we were calling for a top four as the expected finish. Uh, And I have to say, this is a bit of a disappointing result for me. Uh, Even with, um, you know, the change out of top lane... Uh, from Kumo mm-hmm. to Philip. We still had four very strong members on of FlyQuest on the rest of the map. Um and it's a little yeah, it's a little disappointing to me that this is where the run came to an end. Uh Knox, I know you just uh you know talked about the match, but maybe like real quickly in like a 30, 45 seconds, I mean, just how you feel about this finish. Um and, you know, in relation to what expectations were and where people were seeing this team landing ahead of the tournament? Um, straight up, sucks.
2: I really had higher hopes for this team. Uh, but However, I also think it kind of came down to the fact that teams were able to read FlyQuest now with Phillip in. Uh, you didn't have Kumo in, who was able to provide a lot of the shot calling support and yeah. uh, kind of sustainability that he offered to the team at the time. Uh, obviously, kind of threw out that synergy a little bit that we... I've been hyping up this entire year, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, at, at the end of the day, I'm not surprised. I just was really, really
0: uh, just kind of sad. Uh,
2: that's all I can really say. I'm just I'm just sad about it. But I, at the same time, I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah. Uh, Curly, I'll just throw the same question over to you. Uh, I mean, I, I know I was disappointed uh, in, oh. the, in the whole thing. But, yeah, you?
1: For me, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be real. I was just dis- the second we lost to Dig. I got quite disheartened, but ever the optimist, I tried my best <laughs> to put all my energy into the Golden Guardians uh, games. And yeah, no, I, I, I am pretty upset myself uh, about this turnout because I think initially I was so confident in this team's ability to like not just make top four, but like actually go all the way. And win it and be like, who cares about Academy playoffs when you win Proving Grounds? Um, And definitely did not do that. Um, But still love the organization, still love the players. And if anything, um, I think it's all right. Not where I wanted them to be. Like I said, top four, top six, even as low expectations. But when you fall short of expectations, I think the only place you can go, hopefully, is up. So just need to figure out how we can surpass them next year, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's uh, that's a good takeaway. Um, you know, and I think one thing I saw in this tournament was a lot of teams that uh, surprised everyone else. I think DIG and Gold mm-hmm. Guardians Academy uh, are the two that stand out to me as mm-hmm. teams that really improved from their uh, regular season, uh, showing and they improved with the meta. Uh, they improved with their training and their practice. Um, and they just got better, um, and kind of took the tournament by storm. Golden Guardians Academy now, uh, in losers finals. So, well, not losers finals, but, uh, kind of like losers semis basically. So, you know, they, uh, and Immortals Academy too, uh, really strong run Throughout the tournament, I believe. The final four teams are those two, and then you've got TL Academy and 100 Thieves Academy. Um, Basically, as I would say, two teams that people would expect to be in top four, and two teams that I don't think people would have expected to be in top four. But uh, sometimes the meta just fits you, and uh, you go with it.
2: I think another thing, uh, at least for Golden Guardians, I don't I haven't really kept track of the Mortals Academy at all. But at least for Golden Guardians, I know for a fact they brought in extra coaches for their squad. So I'm not really surprised too much by their like late season resurgence. Uh, so if anything, my like, props to them. I think it's clear that the coaches are doing some major work with them right now. <laughs> um,
1: Especially because they're doing a loser's bracket run like they lost in the first round and then have just kept winning.
2: Yeah. So, so did Immortals. So, I'll be very curious to see how this match turns out. Um, if we want to do predictions real fast, and then, then we can get into like the actual oh, high uh, sure. quest stuff if, if you guys want. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy
0: to do some quick predictions. I mean, I'm gonna say Golden Guardians 2 1, and then uh, it's, uh, best, uh best of five. five. Oh, best of five. <laughs> uh, dang it, 3 1. Uh, 3 uh... 1, okay. gonna... and then TL takes uh. TL takes it uh, 3-2 over 100 Thieves Academy.
1: For me, uh, with the Golden Guardians Immortals game, I think it's going to be uh, also a 3-1 in favor of Golden Guardians. Um, just because I think... I don't know. I want Niles and newbie to get their just desserts and be able to potentially have their shot at the finals. Um, as for TL 100 Academy, I would kind of... I like the narrative of um, 100 Thieves beating TL twice in the LCS and LCS Academy, so I <laughs> want it to be a uh, 3-0, 100 Academy.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, just to be different from y'all, Golden Guardians Academy 3-2. Uh, I think Immortals is scrappy enough to take two games off of them, but I think Immortals, their uh, improved co- coaching staff are going to end up coming out on top. Especially with how good Prismal's been looking. I think he just kind of outshines most people in the bot lane. Man,
1: mm-hmm.
2: at least for the 100 Academy versus TLA Academy, actually was not, I've not been super impressed with TLA. Uh, I, I know they're still in the winner bracket. They've done nonstop winning, but uh, they got out against Dig Academy, who's now out, and I thought they didn't look all that great. So I'm actually kind
0: of leaning 100 Academy on this. So I'm going
2: to go 100
0: Academy, 3-1. Okay. I like it. I like the uh you know, I like the different uh the different takes on it all.
1: When's the grand final? Are we gonna
0: It should be this Sunday.
1: Okay, so then who's gonna win it all just of these four teams? Of
0: these four teams,
2: uh Man, that's hard. Uh I I honestly
0: I think it's gonna be a hundred hundred me. So I'm gonna say I don't know like I'm gonna say Hundred Academy too, and I know I just said TL beats them in in uh, winners finals, but I'm gonna say but they come back
1: up from semis. They
0: come back up from losers finals and then beat TLA in the grand final rematch. That's what I'm. I'm saying. I'm
1: also saying Hundred Academy. I love
0: it. Uh, we're giving you we're giving you props there, uh, Hundred Thieves fans. Uh, we're giving you some points, so don't let us down. Your team made it to Worlds, and your team is about to win Academy Worlds. You you heard it here yeah. first. Maybe a, uh, maybe a premonition of what's to come in the actual World Championship. We'll see. Well, we are going to turn our attention now to the FlyQuest season in general. Uh, and we're just going to spend some time talking about some great moments in FlyQuest 2021 history... Uh, but also in uh, Flight Check Season 1 history, uh, we asked some folks to uh, drop some memories uh, in our Discord earlier. Uh, so we can go over those in a minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's just start with uh, with you guys. I mean, some great FlyQuest memories. Uh, does anyone have one that they want to start off with?
1: Uh academy 3-0 weekend i mean i know it's like the biggest yeah. most yeah. low-hanging fruit <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. academy 3-0 weekend that shit was fire part of my language but that like <laughs> even though we're in this moment now just remembering the way i felt that weekend is making me so happy because <laughs> it was so such a like turnover yeah. for everything for FlyQuest for the major teams, for LCS as a whole, for the way we view roster swaps and academy teams, like just everything. It just said LCS summer was already crazy, and it just made it even crazier. And so, oh, my gosh. Especially, like, I think about the triple TP yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah, triple the triple LeBlanc TP. It's like this man said, no, stay there. I'm coming back in and we're t- winning this. Right.
0: Yeah, I I I do really love uh yeah that memory. Uh that was such a hype weekend because just first of I mean one of those games was a huge comeback as I recall. Uh that was fantastic and um you know, they just kept winning and honestly I was like I, all the analysts and pundits were all like Will FlyQuest Academy win Worlds? <laughs> um, you know, and, and honestly, I was I was right on board there. I was like, this team is going to Worlds. Uh, they're going to make the the lower bracket run uh, through LCS playoffs, and they're going to you know grab that third seat or something. Go through play ins, you know, do some damage. Um, that was that was fantastic. Uh, Knox, before we get to any uh, flight check moments, uh, do you have any favorite FlyQuest moments?
2: probably for me was the first time we beat eg this season because mm. it was the very first week of summer split and basically it was like what was it the first two games of the, of the year back in spring were these huge just fiestas right yeah. back and forth like nonstop fights and it was basically like Jazuke like barely outplaying us at the very last moment in both of the fights right and we ended up losing both of those so we get in the game the third match the first one of summer and it's that very first week, and it also results in us getting a 2-1, right? And it's a first time breaking that streak. And so that that game, like, for me, was like, oh, yes, we got it. We clicked. Mm-hmm. We're getting it. Obviously, that didn't end up happening. But in the moment, I was so hyped. Felt <laughs> in felt so the moment, good, right?
0: In the moment, it and, felt great.
2: <laughs> so for, for me, it, it had to have been that Evil Geniuses match. Yeah, me. yeah, We yeah, yeah. beat him for the first time this year. And so... Uh, that, that was probably
0: my favorite moment.
2: And then also the four times we beat TSM this year. I'm still going to hold that one over them forever.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Curly kind of stole my uh, mind with the taking the 3-0. Uh, but I'm going to... My favorite moment, and this is more of a general thing, um, about FlyQuest. I really loved uh, just a lot of the initiatives uh, that were done this year. Uh, I especially loved uh, FlyQuest... Uh, in vivo and i'm saying that wrong in vivo uh the spanish stream that was fantastic i really appreciated that they did that for all the uh Laddam fans out there um that was really cool uh, and also you know of course uh sunny quest and Bee quest those were uh fantastic uh initiatives as always uh, it was really cool to see those uh you know great uh charities for the org to be donating to um, you know, it was it just a, a great job again by the organization of bringing, uh, you know, some awareness to some major, uh, you know, ecological issues. And, uh, yeah, that was really, <clears throat> that was really fantastic. So I was very, um, yeah, really pleased with the way the org kept going, uh, with the branding and with the theming, uh, this year, I think you see a lot of orgs out there that like do something for like a little bit and then drop it uh after a while. But I love the consistency that this org is showing. Um and, you know, continuing to do the quest stuff, uh it's been it's been really good and very uh, refreshing change of pace in the esports scene.
2: Alright, so yeah, the, I have
0: to oh, go ahead.
2: What's say the one thing about this org has been like even even though the uh the level of play has not been all that great <laughs> the, the the org's presentation and branding has been right nonstop on 100% nailing it all the time
1: yeah literally we are just like i want to say the best brand in the LCS hands down the uh, only competition is 100 Thieves. yeah uh, that I mean, is the only no one else matters <laughs> respectfully
0: <okay>. respectfully <laughs> Uh, Okay, I'm going to shout out uh, Road Roller, uh, a frequent flight check viewer and uh, flight check Discord uh, individual. uh, A frequent flyer, if you will. A frequent frequent flyer. Frequent flyer, first class. Uh, Who I'm going to read off some of these uh, flight check moments uh, that have occurred (laughs) through the year, uh, through our very first season of the show. Uh, Number one, this isn't quite a flight check moment, but it's still pretty good. Uh, Number one is uh, Nox's girlfriend uh, being one of the best Pickums people uh, all season long. Uh, That was definitely consistent, consistently so good. uh, Way better than any of us at Pickums. She beat all three of us all all three times. She did. She absolutely stomped us. It wasn't even close.
1: Did she even beat me in the in in playoffs, Pickums? I think she. Let me double check. Uh,
2: keep keep chatting, but like I think she did curly.
1: Because in playoff pickums, I knew like I actually did well there because I, I can do. I struggle with reading the season as it's going on because it changes every week, but I right. can do playoffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just
0: I know I bombed out of uh, of playoff pickums. That was. Ooh, that was uh, yeah. I did not have any of those correct. I did
1: After very the poorly. First two rounds. I was like, I looked at your score. And I'm like, where's Sandy? And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he is Sandy.
0: trash
1: when it comes to playoff pick-ems.
2: Uh Do we have a? No, she, she 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 still beat you by one point, Curly. Sorry. See,
0: there it is. Damn for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Knox's GF Sorry.
1: confirmed <laughs> superior to all of Nox. us. Nox, you got to yeah, make sure she does. listens to this or watches the VOD because next season I'm coming for your spot. <laughs> I'm coming for your spot. There
2: it is. I, I usually I usually rewatch these at some point, so I'm sure I can make sure I play this part for her so she hears <laughs> it. Nice. Uh,
0: number two on Rhodes' list uh, was my impersonation of Curly. Uh, I, believe, I don't remember when this was. I just know it was an episode where Curly wasn't here and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just me and Knox on the show, and mm-hmm. I think I was just reading off your take or something. You were like reading the, the spiel, I, gave you. I, I was can run that. Sh- sh- yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to see if you can find it, that'd be amazing. Uh, should have clipped it. We yeah, should have clip clipped it, and then I would play it on stream because that I was. Think someone did. That was a fantastic know. moment. Uh, if you do find it, uh, let me know, and I'll and just link it to me. I'll I'll throw it up on the uh, uh, on the old. Because uh, that that was definitely in.
1: I think that was in July, though. It was a minute back. Yeah.
2: There's only, like, three episodes where it's just me and Sandy, though, so it shouldn't... Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's still, like,
0: three hours of content you got to sort through, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: just scrolling through our group chat to find the spiel so that you can read it again. Oh, oh, well, You're gonna I, do I, a I reenactment.
0: Do a reenactment? Uh, okay, number three is Nox having either good audio with bad camera or... Bad audio with a great camera. <laughs> uh, I think
2: we've hopefully finally got it to where it's like I, I look decent and I sound decent. Yeah, could yeah. probably uh, be better in
0: both categories, but we'll take it. Yeah, I liked uh, – I think your Discord name was Nox in HD for a while. But then that uh-huh. leads into number four, uh, which was you breaking your laptop uh, right yeah. before we had a show. <laughs> 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 uh, that was good. Yeah, that was a right. uh, that was a great moment in flight check history. Okay, did you send it over? I did. I resent it. Okay, okay, okay. I've got it right here. Okay.
2: Oh god. Okay.
0: All right. All right. I gotta whew, get into the zone. Get into the curly zone. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Here we go. So. I'm content with going 1-2 and because I believe in the Promo Boys' ability to learn from the challenging weekend and still secure their spot in the playoffs. Admittedly, I know EG and 100 Thieves were going to be significant challenges. And while I'm not able to review the VODs yet, I'm sure we put up a good fight. Heading into the upcoming weekend, I'm confident we'll be able to channel the same energy the team had when we first took down C9 to do it again, and even though Dig has seemed to clean up a bit, we can certainly outshine them. I'm looking forward to returning from vacation and watching the Promo Boys pop off. All right, there we go. I honestly, I feel like the sequel never, uh, you know, is better than the original. So
1: it's not. It's not. Yeah, but I know uh, what pod that is now because it's the one I was on vacation. Okay, so. we'll have to. I know exactly uh, when to go and look for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to go find and it, that, and that. then we'll, uh,
0: we'll 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 click we'll we'll click it at the end. Yeah, we'll we'll c- we'll something. clip it and uh, and put it out there somewhere. Uh, okay, let me get back to these. We've only got a couple left from Road here. Um... Oh, the uh, Curly and Noxwork Community Nights ARAM game, uh, which I was not a part of, so maybe you two can uh, rehash what that one was like a little bit.
1: Oh, that one was, uh, we were team captains, and we had We were to... team
0: captains, and uh, Food
2: <laughs> Art, he, he, he's being silent, but I see him.
1: You know,
2: yeah, yeah. We uh see you. Uh, he, he was a little upset. He wanted to be on my team, because uh, you were unable <laughs> to remember his name at the time. I remember that. Uh, what what else? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Super was going all going all in on the on the rail. He's like, I got them all. We right, have that right, clip.
1: Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, Super went all in, and we were like, we got it. And then you were like, no, we don't. And we were like, ah. <laughs> Classic. I want to say I want to say it was like a best of three because we went one and one, and we had to do the tiebreaker. And I think you won Knox War.
2: We, we, yeah, I had to take the dub, in which case part of the reason, I remember that because Fudo was like, I should be yeah. on Alex's team next time, I don't want to be <laughs> in Curly's anymore, he doesn't remember my name, and we lose.
1: You know, there's a bounty out there for your head that I just... Oh. <laughs> I never actually followed up on the details for it. There's just like an open RP bounty. <laughs> the,
2: there, there was a one night I joined the community nights and you weren't there. And people were asking like, hey, where's the bounty? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not the one putting a bounty. on
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was uh, for that one time you bet against FlyQuest. Right. And I can't remember why.
2: <laughs> now, All right. The question is, though, was I right?
1: No. No, he was oh,
2: not. Well, okay. Yeah, I probably wasn't for the bounty.
1: I don't remember the team. I don't remember the weekend. But all I remember is that you bet against us and you shouldn't have.
2: It was like <laughs> early spring, wasn't it? Oh, it was a TSM match. That's for sure. Yes. It had to have been a TSM match.
1: It was for betting, against, betting on TSM once. And maybe that was the one that we lost.
2: It had to have been one of them.
0: Oh, Maybe I was. don't know. Who knows? Uh, only two other uh, things here to quickly note. Uh, Hooli mentioned the uh, rap video, the hype video that Curly made, a fantastic piece of content. We are truly grateful and blessed to have uh, been able to witness that. <laughs> and then a consistent piece of content that we were able to put out uh, all summer long uh, was the and I think a little bit. I don't know if we did it in spring as well, but definitely most of the summer um, was we the weekend. Yeah, was the weekend forecast, uh, which was a fantastic effort from uh, Knox and Curly, a tag team duo of work. That was great stuff. Uh, I know you guys are really proud of that. I'm really proud of you guys uh, for doing that consistently. That was really awesome. Looking forward to seeing more of those uh next season as well uh should be should be great you know hopefully even bigger and even better so uh good oh, by, that point,
1: by that point i'll have uh finished a film narrative class so i'll have ah. a lot more editing capabilities than what i did so all i'm saying is things are gonna spice up for uh spring 22 and uh uh-huh. road road submitted uh
0: a last minute one number six and this is a wholesome take. Uh, watching and laughing with the flight check members. Uh, Road, uh, from the bottom of our hearts to you, uh, we truly appreciate you and we appreciate everyone out there who has watched the show this year. Uh, it's been an absolute blast. We're not going anywhere. This is not the end, certainly. Um, we have much more to come. We've got a few cool things coming down the pike. Uh, but let's just take a moment now and kind of reflect on FlyQuest. Uh, as a whole for 2021 um and just to get some context this is going to sound like our episode with uh with prime that we did over on uh, on his show but just kind of like reflecting on the season a little bit you know coming off of our 2020 worlds uh, appearance uh going 3 and 3 respectively i would say um, i think it
2: was a very respectable showing very it sucks respectable. that we're going to be drx but yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. Respectable. A,
0: a respectable 3 and 3 um, and the entire roster blowing up and going its separate ways. Uh, and then signing, uh, you know, a hyped player in Jose De Odo, uh grabbing the, you know, package deal from Cloud9, um, and then bringing in Johnson uh, from Dignitas. You know, this was a roster that I think a lot of people, a lot of analysts, you know, pegged as, you know, a solid middle-of-the-pack team with a lot of development upside. Um and we knew it was also going to be a long season where you know the record carried over from spring to summer. Um so there was a there was a lot of time to develop and you know grow the team. Uh and then a lot of things occurred. Uh you know, we had a few we had a few changes. Uh, Summer got very interesting right at the end uh, with a bunch of lineup changes and various other things. Um, But I guess, uh, Curly, I'll start with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, just like thoughts on 2021 as a whole. Like, how would you kind of describe this season?
1: So for me, from, from my perspective, I came into this having a very surface level understanding of LCS of lol esports having only really watched worlds last year um and maybe a couple fly quest vods here or there uh after i decided on them as my team and so i saw from the get-go that we had had a whole new roster so i didn't have any expectations at that point because i was like all right i can't gauge it i don't know who half these players are just because i don't know the scene um and when i say half i meant literally all of them but Mm -hmm. anyway Um, And so for me, I feel like I have a little bit of a unique perspective because I grew in my knowledge of LCS as the season went on. And so I was able to get better opinions about how things work um, and how the players performed. And so admittedly, at the beginning, when I didn't know much, my expectations were also middle of the pack, if not relatively low. Because I was like without the players quality alone I'm just like this literally isn't the team that just went three and three like it's not uh, fun like in components it's all new people and I talked about it time and time again how when you rebuild an organization there's going to be struggles if you build a team from the ground up unless you're the Las Vegas Golden Knights it's going to be a freaking hard time to just have your first season as a squad you know? Nice hockey reference there. Thank you. But because, like, that's the only case that I know in like modern um, sports or esports where a brand new organization really successful. Um, and that's just because they paid for all the top players because they had the wallet for it. Um, and so while I talk about my ups and downs of the season, admittedly, I'm surprisingly. Content with everything. Would I have wanted to go farther? Yes, absolutely. But I think from January lock-in tournament, I was prepared for this because I was like, "It's a new team. I'm ready for 2022." But I will see how far they go in 2021. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, how I, th- I feel like the season went. Better than it could have. Um, obviously, we're, we didn't end up at last. Um, and we were, we're able to... Than
2: CLG. That's all that matters.
1: <laughs> better than CLG. But then also, we uh, in summer, we showed that we have the ability to adapt and make the changes. I think the only thing that would have helped us have a more successful season is if we had had that self-reflection earlier. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's my take. That's how I feel this season went.
0: No, it's pretty good. For me. Yeah. Uh, Knox, I'm going to throw it to you for your 2021 in review take.
2: i so, say, uh, very beginning of the year, it, it was obvious it was a developmental roster. We had brand new coaches. We had brand new players from the academy that came up. We had an import jungler from Latin America who... Hadn't really been done before outside of like Was and Crumbs, and even then, that they both played in NA before, really. So that was kind of a new experience there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had Johnson, who was an up-and-coming Eddie Carey, who looked solid on Dignitas. It was everything, just showed it was like it should be, it should be a solid team. Obviously, they're not going to be the best, but there's potential. And clearly, uh, reaching for that potential, it just didn't happen. So uh, at the end of the day, I, it, I'm not gonna lie, it, it was a bit of a disappointing year when i set my expectations for sixth place and we finish ninth <laughs> yeah that's i don't have much more to say outside of that right. so i think really in looking back upon this year it'll be just a, i i can't say it wasn't for lack of trying i think we really did try i think it just didn't work and you know what that happens sometimes sometimes things just don't work out and so I know going into next year, the back office staff of FlyQuest and the org know what they're doing uh, clearly because, I mean, most people thought they knew what they were doing last year going into it. I don't think anyone really could have predicted that things would have gone the way that they did this year. So going into 2022, I think we can all say that the staff knows what they're doing. They know who to, who, the people they want to pick, the people they want to acquire. And I think next year will look a lot better. It's 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 hard to get worse in the way that it ended this year. Right? <laughs> right. We get worse than this year, oh boy. So it, I really am confident that it can only go up from here. So I'm looking forward to 2022 with hope. I'm, I'm huffing some opium right now, boys.
0: <laughs> the opium is being huffed. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and just kind of wrap wrap up the the tri take. Uh, with my own Um, and I think I'll end up echoing a lot of what you guys said Um, I think when you're an org that is not one of the traditional big three um, you know being TSM, Cloud9, Team Liquid and you go to worlds it's going to be very difficult to repeat that same level of performance especially when you've blown up your roster Um, if the roster had stayed together and we had upgraded in one or two positions, I think, you know, we would have expected a lot more, right? Um, but that's not what happened. So we had to completely reset expectations and do it from a place where we had absolutely really no clue because these were, uh, five players that, you know, had pretty much not played with each other before, except for maybe Palafox and Diamond, um, and then you know you had dreams coming in uh for you know large chunks of the season as well so you know it was five players who had not played together before um you know in a in a large scale capacity and that doesn't necessarily you know uh make for an automatic you know winning season sometimes the magic is there and it clicks Uh, But then other times, it's not. And the only way you know is you go out on stage and you play your games. And you see if you win or if you don't. Um, And if you don't, then you adjust and you move forward. Um, But that's just kind of, you know, that's the way it crumbles. And, you know, that's just how things go. Um, So, uh, for me, I think the... Season was, I'm going to use the word disappointing, but from a uh, like developmental point of view, I would say, because I did not see as much improvement from the end of spring uh, as I would have liked to have seen by the time we ended up making roster changes near the end of summer. Um, it still felt very much like the same team uh, the whole way through. And then, you know, the Academy roster came up. Uh, And that was like a shock of, you know, uh, like an electrical shock just running through uh, the org and through the LCS a little bit. And we all got super hyped uh, that one weekend. And then things kind of crashed back down to earth when uh, teams adjusted and scouted us out and did better. Um, So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, a bit of a frustration from a developmental point of view. uh, And I'm hopeful that we take some of the lessons learned and some of the pieces that we have and move forward uh, with that understanding. Um, So that is basically, uh, yeah, that's my take is that, you know, it was frustrating. Uh, I think, you know, we all got very, we got a taste of the good life by going to worlds. uh, (laughs) And, you know, once you get there, anything less is going to feel like a disappointment, right? Uh, You know, I think, Finishing fourth uh, with this roster still would have been like, ah, you know, we were in Worlds last year, you know. So we we know what it's like, and we want to get back there, and I know the org wants to get back there too. Um, So I'm hoping that uh, Nick, uh, you know, GM, uh, works some of his GM magic and uh, brings in some good players, makes some good moves. And, uh, you know, we'll be doing a little bit of our own uh, GM episode uh, in – I believe next week is the plan, so yes, sir. be sure to tune in for that. That will be a good time. Uh, I will certainly uh, enjoy a little bit of that theoretical. We'll have a nice little uh, layout for that. Um, and uh, that's about it for my take. Uh, is there anything else that we want to uh, wrap up the show on?
2: So I, I was I was going to explain cuz and I'll I'll remind people in the Discord throughout the week too yeah. basically how how we want to do the stream for next week. Mm-hmm. So basically the way the way that it's going to work cuz I I want you guys listening to create your own rosters. I want you guys to armchair armchair GM your own rosters for FlyQuest next uh next year. And then I want you guys to submit them to us. You can DM us or you can put them in the Discord whatever you want to do. And then we'll we'll talk about your uh, submission next week. And w- me, Curly, and Sandy will also have our own. I forget. We we agreed that we we're going to combine ours, right? Was that yeah. The, yeah the that we had?
1: I, so the plan is after we rev- or we'll review your guys first, give our opinions on them, and then we'll present R three. And from R three, we, we will collectively create one. Yep. Uh, the yep. official flight check trademark. FlyQuest 2022 dream team if you will yes
0: Yeah,
2: so that that's a plan uh I'll I'll put reminders in the discord throughout the week uh, I'm telling you guys now though so start start doing your research uh I'll, I'll be curious to see what you guys come up with I'm excited to see what curly and Sandy each come up with uh, as well as I'm excited to see what I come up with because I, I think I can I think I can make some interesting rosters that are actually feasible and possible and possibly also good so we'll see. Um Spoiler. I'm also going to make it Oh what
1: you got? Spoiler alert mine is just going to be Clone Jose Diotto four times um, <laughs> and have him play every role. Why? Because why not?
0: Uh so we'll have Jose de Tapo, uh Jose de Odo, <laughs> de, Jose Diodo, Jose de, 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 de Bato and Jose de Suppo. Suppo. <laughs> Suppo, <laughs> yeah. You got to have this the the two syllable uh there at the end.
2: Um, Um, The the only other thing I'll say is I will also be linking the global contract database because, I I mean, don't get me wrong, if y'all want to submit your own fun roster, like, I want Chavi, I want this, and yada, yada, (laughs) like, unrealistic stuff, you can do that too. But uh, ideally, like, I want you guys to go look at the global contract database, see who's available, who, like, if you guys want to possibly buy someone out to, like, and you want to write that in your description, by all means, like, we can talk about it. But uh, yeah, I just right, let's get in depth. I want to have fun with this. I want to make this kind of like Tim Stevenson's uh, Armchair GM stream. Like I want, I want to get like real. Like let's see.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. So yeah, just talking about uh, what we'll be doing. Uh, so that'll be next week's stream uh, or next week's episode, and then the episode after that. Uh, will be the first episode of Flight Check International Edition. As we will be heading into Worlds, uh, we will do our show Monday, October fourth, and that'll be the day before uh play-ins groups starts. Uh, so we'll have the groups for that. Uh, I don't know if we will have the main event groups as well. Uh, We may or we
2: should. We just won't have the uh, filtering of the play-in.
0: Yeah, we won't have the the fourth seed, uh, the fourth teams in those groups yet. But we'll still be able to, uh, you know, see who Cloud Nine will be playing against. We'll be able to talk about Any's chances at Worlds. So that will be uh, our show in two weeks. But next week we will uh, buffer it a little bit with a little bit of FlyQuest potential off-season discussion. And then we will have about a month of Worlds to discuss, which will be absolutely fantastic. Uh, once again, the best time of the year. Uh, Honestly, Worlds. Uh, it's also my
1: birthday month. Fun fact. Heyo,
0: October. Yeah. It's a good month just in general. Uh, mm-hmm. I am personally very excited for Worlds. I will be watching so much of that, uh, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a good time in general. So it's uh, 7
2: a.m. for you guys, too, which is a little early, but not too bad. 7 a.m.? L- oh, all right.
0: That's nothing. Uh, <laughs> that's, compared to China, where it's 2 a.m. Compared my to when I was getting up at, yeah, 3, 4 a.m. Uh, in the morning to watch Worlds last year. Uh, yeah, that's, no,
1: I love that.
0: that 7 a.m. sounds absolutely brilliant. Uh, that
1: means I can, like, put, I can put Worlds on, make myself coffee and eggs, eat it, finish, like, the first... Two matches and then go to school. <laughs> yeah, that's just—I I love every everything about that.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Uh, cool. Well, uh,
0: do you guys have any uh, any final any final things to say about FlyQuest or uh, anything to FlightCheck fans out there before I give the final closing spiel?
1: I'll—I will say for FlyQuest, FlyQuest community, and FlightCheck community, and. I'm gonna throw a hundred talk into us because they kind of they were the fatherly hand that lifted us up and got us on our feet. they have given us the training wheels um, and they' they were there when they came off. I just appreciate everyone involved in all of these groups so much. Uh, you guys are something like I talk about to my friends and family about you guys all the time. Um, about just the community that I've become a part of. So, like, this really means a lot to me, and it's inspired me in all aspects of my life, Um, especially with MeQuest. I know I never actually made, like, big posts uh, about them, but, like, when I said that I was taking MeQuest to heart the third time around, I, like, really, really meant that uh, because I, last month alone, made a lot of changes inspired by FlyQuest. So thank you, FlyQuest. Thank you, FlyCord. Thank you, FlightCheck community and... Thank you, dads, over at 100 Talk. Very nice.
0: It's
2: kind of it's funny, Curly. You just reminded like, me. I was literally on the phone with my dad before uh, the podcast. And he was actually asking me about you guys and how you all are doing and stuff like that. So <laughs> even my, even my family is kind of like invested in you two now, which is Aww, funny. Oh, that's very sweet. Not um, so bad. <laughs> uh, I guess... My, uh, did you want to talk about the ending season, Sandy, or did you want me to knock it out?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I could talk about it real fast. So, I mean, clearly we've been uh, doing... Um, we've been calling this, you know, season one episode, you know, whatever. Uh, so this is uh, what we're basically calling the season finale uh, episode. Uh, but, you know, we're not stopping. Uh, it's just going to be... Uh, Some kind of off-season episodes, Uh, you know, International Edition is going to kind of be its own thing, Uh, still on all of the usual uh, channels and stuff, so it's not going to be anywhere different, Uh, it's just not going to be, you know... Season two or season one point five. Maybe it will be season one point five. We'll see. Uh, maybe that's what we'll, do. we'll just call it season one point five. Um, but this is the season finale episode. Uh, interestingly enough, twenty six episodes, which is uh, a usual runtime for most TV shows, most TV seasons. So, um, so there you go. It kind of worked out that way. Next season will probably be much longer because we'll be doing it for a full uh, for a full year. So uh, we'll see how that goes, but. Uh, we've done 26 episodes so far. Uh, I don't think we have, have we missed any single weeks? Have we like canceled? We've, we've had
2: weeks where we moved it off of a Monday to like a Tuesday or something, yeah. but we've never missed a week.
0: Yeah. We've never yeah. missed a week, uh, which is awesome. Um, you know, we will see, we'll see if we keep that streak up, uh, as we head into like the cold, uh, cold, cold off season of November and December. Depends on what kind of news is going on and whatnot uh but this is the season finale of flight check uh nox i don't know if you want to say anything to to folks out there about that and kind of what what it means to us things like that so before i get emotional on stream you know
2: um i i just I, thank you guys uh really from like it, it was funny we, we talked about this on prime show but it was just uh, uh, literally one day i was writing articles for like the subreddit basically. Like I, I had a huge long ass article on Jose Diotto about what he was like back at, down in the LLA. Mm-hmm. I was writing stuff about like the, uh, the uh, lock-in tournament, and stuff like that. And I just, I was like, man, like none of this is getting the traction that I want to do, that like I want to share my passion for Quest. And so Drek, I remember one day asked, was like, hey, what's going on? I was like, man, I want to create a podcast. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And I was like, you know, just saying, <laughs> bit of an editor over here so just putting that out there just I mean, putting it Sandy's out Sandy's like over here sliding my DMs like hey I'd like to do a podcast too you know <laughs> to putting it out there and honestly I I to this day I I, I remember because like my girlfriend's mom was in town and like she was like vacuuming and stuff and I was like really loud and noisy and I was like, I just don't know what to do I can't focus on writing right now I was like that's it totally what, what what would it make what would it would take to do this and like that and that was just how it started and yeah i i don't regret any of it i'm so happy i did it i'm so glad we got this started it's been so fun it's been awesome And i'm looking forward to more
0: yeah no it's gonna be uh yeah i i've loved every minute of this this has been a fantastic usual uh monday night uh activity for me you know it's definitely kept me honest in terms of keeping up, uh, with the team and with the scene, um, you know, I think it's definitely easy when a team is struggling to just kind of be like, all right, you know, shelve it and, you know, put it on the back burner for next season. But, you know, it's kept me, you know, absolutely interested, uh, you know, in the ups and downs, uh, of a team that, uh, you know, did not, you know, to be honest, did not do as well as we all hoped. Um, but it's been, it's been a good ride and, you know, I've become good friends with you guys. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll all get the chance to do a live show in person. That would be absolutely incredible someday. Uh, y'all, y'all coming down to Houston when FlyQuest is in the playoffs? Hey, when uh, when yeah. FlyQuest makes spring finals uh, in a couple years? Uh, no, actually, uh, next. Uh, it's next spring. It's yeah, coming next, spring. Next spring. When FlyQuest makes spring finals, uh, I'll be there and we will. Oh, and have... then we all
1: got to make sure we're planning our world tickets in July. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going to have like months off of work, everything. I mean, I'm
0: is... taking the full month off work to just travel around America and follow worlds everywhere. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, it's just, <laughs> that's just me, so. Um, but yeah, so just thank you all to, to everyone who has watched, uh, you know, commented in, in the chat and, uh, supported us in discords and, you know, Twitter and all kinds of things. Thank you for laughing at my innumerous man.jpg tweets, uh, over the course of the season. Uh, that was a, uh, that was a good time. I enjoyed doing those. Hopefully I won't have to, uh, go back to that meme, uh, anytime soon. Uh, I'd like to avoid that one. Uh, but it's been a good time. And if you would like to keep up with us uh, as we head into Worlds in the offseason, you can follow uh, all three of us on Twitter uh, right now, as a matter of fact, which is super cool. Uh, you can follow myself at SantosDB. You can follow Knox at KnoxWar with two R's. And you can follow Curly at Curly underscore double Q underscore. Uh, and you can follow the show at Flight Check Crew. Uh, I will make sure to put some Hot Worlds takes uh, in there. Basically, what they'll all be uh, when NA is just going like zero and six in groups is I'll just say "Ah, we should have sent FlyQuest Academy. Uh, That's basically every tweet that I'm gonna you know put out. Should have been FlyQuest. Spoiler alert! Come on, yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Looking forward to uh, the GM stream next week. Uh, If you missed any part of the show. Uh, the VOD will be up on our YouTube channel, uh, and you can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, all of your favorite uh, audio media platforms. That is all. Uh, any final personal shout-outs from you guys? I know we kind of did this already, but like any like final ones?
2: For me, uh, Drek. Drek's been a huge, huge huge uh, help, support, getting all this going and support. Uh, So big shout out to him, big shout out to y'all, big shout out to everyone who's been listening, big shout out to 100 Talk Pod. Just Mm -hmm. nice, quick, simple, clean, take it away guys. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: Awesome, yeah, for me, a personal shout out to Huli, uh, for advising me on how not to die when I had to replace my power supply. <laughs> yeah. mm,
0: yes. Just following the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, so mildly because
1: yeah, I was met with a small PC crisis last week, and he really helped out. So shout out to Huli for that one really appreciate his prowess on hey, don't touch the power thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't touch the part that's exposed and could kill you.
1: Yeah, we don't mm-hmm. want that
0: we love having mm-hmm. curly around uh, and for myself, uh, just shout out to these two guys uh, for just being uh, positive uh, sources in my life. I really have appreciated every every moment in every episode I spend with you guys. I mean if you'd think about it, twenty six episodes clocking in at around like an hour you know and change each that's like maybe 30 hours uh, plus like you know pre and post show when we've like talked about life and stuff like that um we've known each other for
1: nearly two days now
0: i mean it's (laughs) holy shit (laughs) it's been like you know that's a lot of time just spent talking together and uh it's really nice to have friends in the esports scene it's uh very underrated uh, if you guys don't have friends in the esports scene, go make some. It's probably easier than you think. That is Just all. Just join the fly court. Just join the fly court. It's that easy. That is all from Flight Check Season One. We are wrapped up. It is over. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. We hope you guys have fantastic evenings. Uh, come up with your perfect ultimate flyquest team for next week. Within the bounds of reason, of course, we can't have five Koreans unless the import rule gets lifted. Um, but for all of us here at Flight Check, I'm Sandy Toes, that's NoxWar, and that's Curly Double Q. Thank you guys so much for watching. Stay safe out there, and we will see you all very, very soon. Adios! Hey, my guys. Peace, y'all.